genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 39, which is quite possibly the greatest visitation rights minute ever. I'm Chris Derkach, and today we have a special co-host, last one for the week, uh, Mike. It's uh, Mike from the Recasting Couch, uh, the Recasting Couch podcast. Uh, yeah, happy to be uh, on for another minute. I love it. This is one of my favorites of, uh, one of my favorite movies as, as a youth. This is heavily in, in the rotation, although I have not seen it start to finish, uh, in a long time. And having watched these three minutes that I did, I, I even was talking to my brother about it the other day and I was like, I, I have to, I have a copy of it somewhere. I haven't got barely ever, I don't know about you. I barely ever even look at DVDs anymore. It's all yeah. streaming. It's just whatever's yeah. on streaming. So I'm going to have to dig up my collection there somewhere and, and uh, take a, take a watch this movie because I really, it just listening to these clips has made me want to go back. <laughs> I've literally boxed my DVDs up and put them in the attic. That's where my DVDs are at this point. Yeah, I have some in the basement, and then I have a few out, but I don't know where this one is. <laughs> so this minute begins with Brody being reminded that he was dumped, and it ends with Brody being taken with a grain of salt. So this is right after he walked over and told her she looked terrible on that, and she she told him, "Didn't I dump you this morning?" And he in in true Brody fashion, he goes right into uh. Look, I know you had some time to think about, you know, like she made a mistake. I, I yeah, this is, <laughs> ugh, I, not a very uh, exciting minute compared to like doing the Schooner Boy, right. you know, the uh, minute. But this, when he goes into like dividing them all and right. like 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 they're divorcing <laughs> and they're sharing custody of them all and then getting his stuff back, which is like a remote control and a toothbrush. It's so good. <laughs> was he Punisher? It was the oddest things. What, yeah, what was it? It was, it was like the, the Punisher, Punisher comic book. Why does yeah. she have the remote control to his TV? Yeah, he probably. I mean, it's one of those things. Like it's just such a random thing. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're right. There's not a whole lot. It's just these two talking in this minute. But it's a lot of just like like that. Oh, the copy of Fletch too. The copy, the copy of Fletch, of Fletch <laughs> and the remote control, remote control <laughs> my TV. Yeah, they. I, it's just banter, but it's great. This is what Kevin Smith made his bones on, right? Like yes, these absolutely. kinds of. It really is just set shot to set shot to set shot, and then just this killer fucking dialogue. Yeah, he asks her if she's PMS, and she uh, she tells him he doesn't ex- he doesn't exist on the same. What, what what is the exact line here, Brody? What kills me about you is your inability to function on the same plane, same plane of, of existence, existence as the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a great line. Yeah, she kills a delivery too. Their 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 back and forth is really kind of genuine and good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I just started the minute playing, and uh, Shannon Doherty started screaming. I'll have to edit that out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I also like as he walks around, as she walks away from him three times, that he follows her and just keeps going along oh, with yeah. the same story too. <laughs> there is a cat and mouse game going on here the whole time, though. Like she's she is verbally beating the shit out of him, yeah. but she's like. There's clearly a long history between the two of them because she's not like weirded out or like screaming right. at him to get away or like really running away. It's just well, just like she's not like, oh, this fucking thing now that I'm going to have to deal with is kind of the way that it it plays out. The last thing she said to him, though, is about how she uh, she's upset because the only thing she has nothing better to do than fuck him was the last thing she said oh, yeah. before she climbed out the window, you know, <laughs> and, and he just walks right over like it's no big deal. Yep. Well, that's the the charm. That's yeah. Brody's charm. He doesn't give a shit about anything or anyone. <laughs> the woman in the background he, in the first 
17 minutes of, I mean, 17 seconds of this minute, she must look at that same shirt 50 times. Do you see her back there? She's uh, just... I didn't. I, I'll have to bring up the minute. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have it right up, but it's a short hair lady. She's just she's she looks over to one side. She comes back to the same side. She's busy. She's she's got business. That's what she's doing. She's just working over there doing nothing. And I mean, the shirt's all in the background. I mean, actually, Shannon Doherty's looking for her next outfit that she gets to take home. But all the clothes in the background are all the same colors do you notice that it's like yellow blue and pink and it's just repeating of everything that's it they must have gotten like the previous years like leftover shit and just bought it in bulk that's got clearance that yeah like just give me they went into some warehouse like what are you just what are you selling for a dollar a shirt just give me (laughs) everything you got and then when she moves it she goes to denim land there's denim coats there's denim there's jeans on the rack over there which are 20 percent off Oh, this was like solid nineties, and then in the background yeah. also are those like flowery dress things <laughs> yeah. that girls would wear with like a jean jacket over the top and a big yeah. floppy hat. <laughs> and a big floppy hat. Oh, you just gave me the visual of that Seriously, big floppy hat. One of yeah. those, one of those little choker things that they would wear around <laughs> their neck. It's like Claire Danes from uh, uh, whatever that stupid show she was in, <laughs> or Felicity. That the girl, what's her name from Felicity? Carrie Russell from Felicity, right? Yeah, man, the 90s, it, it's like the cool thing now, but I just, uh, it's fun to have all this nostalgia coming back. I feel like it's weird. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and we were kind of talking about exactly that, you know, just kind of looking back and be like, I can't believe the 90s are like coming back around as this cool thing. And then I was like, dude, that's like when, you know, the 60s and 70s, when we were in high school, were coming back and like, right. that was a cool thing. Like, that's us now. And we both had a moment like, ah, shh. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) That's the last thing I want to (laughs) hear. But it's true, man. It is true. It's it's crazy. You put on like the oldie station. Right. uh, And then like from the uh, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, or 70s, 80s, 90s, you're like, fucking 70s, 80s, 90s is the old people station now? Right. Now you're the old people. Yeah. I didn't feel like I'm that old. (laughs) I didn't think I was that old, but I guess I am. It's also becoming popular now for like the young kids to put like a Nirvana shirt on. Pearl Jam, oh, yeah. things like that, yeah. Yeah, and we were wearing, like, I, I mean, I, you know, still people wear now, but we were, like, you know, Jimi Hendrix or, like, the Grateful Dead or, like, you know, Led Zeppelin, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I remember Kiss shirt, Beatles shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's coming back around again. That's Thanks crazy. for pointing that out. That's another thing you just pointed out. I didn't want to know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you keep doing this to me. <laughs> didn't mean to ruin it for you. Yeah. Don't, but don't Google Shannon Doherty's face and don't think about the 90s as being old. You keep this up. I'm not inviting you back for chasing Amy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so yeah, she's got his Punisher War Journal number six, his copy of Fletch, and the remote control from his TV, which... Doesn't make any sense why she would have the remote control from his TV. It is very Brody, though. It's just like, I'm sure he, you know, walked out of the house, like, just not paying attention and had it in his hand. And then she actually says that in the next line that uh, if I have any of that crap, it's because you brought it over my house and left it there. <laughs> yeah. What does he say? He says something like, uh, yeah, I know it might be hard for you to let go of this stuff because of all the sentimental, sentimental attachment. attachment like, yeah. Sentimental attachment. This is shit you left in my house. It's junk. I don't want your junk. Why the hell does she want any of that stuff? Maybe the Fletch movie she could probably get into, but she don't want no Punisher War Journal. No, I think it's just him thinking that, you know, she's she'll be pining over him. It sounds like he's doing the typical, let me leave a bunch of shit at her house so I have a reason to say, I need this back. 
<laughs> I don't even think he's that calculated. I think he's, uh, he is like a hyper aware of the of situation around him, yeah. but not very aware of himself. It, right, you think he just leaves shit everywhere? Yeah, he goes yeah. I think point. he yeah. just doesn't pay attention to like what's in his hand. That's why he's happy to carry a cup around for five hours. <laughs> right. Yeah, he just doesn't like, he just moves along <laughs> through life with whatever is all around him. <laughs> he starts talking about coming up a schedule for visitation rights and she has no idea what he's talking about <laughs> if visitation rights for the mall I thought he meant for his stuff but he means like to come to the mall yeah uh was it uh odd days even days and then every other weekend and then they can, <laughs> they can work out the specials for some certain sales <laughs> right. like like a sidewalk sale or a boat show oh, like so what fun. the hell <laughs> when he said boat show I'm thinking why did he, why the hell would there be a boat show but then I thought you know when they pull all the crap into the middle of the mall like they do the car shows do kids do malls anymore like that I'm was like, definitely a thing when like someone got their license they drove to the mall, but I never like, hung at the mall. Did you hang out for hours and hours at the mall? Not regularly. No. Like, you would go, like, for a day and you'd spend all day at the mall fucking around, but you wouldn't go, like, every week. Like, it's so bad he knows people that work at the mall. Well, that's the whole mall rat's idea, right? Yeah, These yeah. Are, when you would go to the mall and hang out for the day, you knew the kids who were there all the time. But T.S. didn't want to go to the mall with him, so he must be going by himself. T.S. was like, the fucking mall? The hell do I want to go to the mall for? Oh, I think that Brody has his whole other mall life. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Looking at comics and going, he likes the dirt mall and all that shit. So. Eating cookies, right? He likes the dirt mall. Which actually, that would have been a good minute to do too when they get the palm rating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always forget about that scene. Honestly, I watched this cut. We're doing the extended cut, by the way. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned it before. Um, I watched this cut and then I watched the theatrical cut and I get them mixed up now. I uh, when I watch uh, Almost Famous, the movie Almost Famous, I have the directors. They call it the bootleg cut. Okay, and so I will sometimes reference scenes that I don't even realize isn't in the theatrical version. They're not in there. <laughs> this is the only one that I ever watch anymore. It's because the one I, it's the one I have. <laughs> well, yeah, That's this this one has a lot of scenes in the beginning. There's 15 minutes of stuff that was never, you know, wasn't in the theatrical at all. There's a um an, an assassination attempt on the mayor. Uh, T.S. is um, the, his girlfriend. Her hair gets caught in a musket, and he shoots the gun off, and almost oh. takes the mayor out. Oh Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> Claire Fulani. That's her name. I can. Why? That's we've said her name a thousand times, and I could not pull her name tonight for some I reason. I forget her name all the time too. She was in Meet Joe Black. She was great in that. She's been in a bunch of stuff. She's actually a half decent actress. You know, in this, not great. Extend the cut. Well, I mean, in the regular cut, it's not so bad. The extend the cut, you can tell how bad her accent is. Oh yeah, she's uh, what is she? Scottish or something? British? The, something like it's a British accent coming through. It it doesn't sound it doesn't sound. Um, she tries to pull an American accent and she has a really hard time with it. It's not too bad in the director in the uh, theatrical cut though. I do agree with that. I didn't realize it when I was a kid. There's not as much of her in this. I mean, she's in the first ten minutes. Right, and then the game show at the end. I mean, right. Well, in the theatrical cut, she's in the beginning and she's in the game show at the end, and that's it. Yeah, I, I, it probably is a mixture of that she's not the greatest actress and he's not the greatest actor. Right. And so anything with the two of them together is kind of like, if It says it, English it accent, actress. Claire Forlani is an English ac- actress. Yeah, I wasn't sure. With Claire Forlani, it sounds like Scottish or Irish. Yeah. says English. Born in the United Kingdom and grew up in London, so that's where the accent's coming from. But yeah, it's, I mean, it, there's just certain things she says you can tell right away that she, that she's trying to pull an American accent. So yes, so then he talks about the boat show, and then she interrupts him, Brody, 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 and then she tells him she's always taking him with a grain of salt. 
which, I mean, you have to take him with a grain of salt, because if you don't, you're going to be offended by a lot of the things that he says. <laughs> Everything that he says, right? Yeah, Everything that things. he says is offensive. But it's funny, like, it's that's the whole kind of point of it, right? I mean, Well, that's his charm, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's uh, he uh, totally unaware. He's just uh, unaware. She said, like other people, if you said I take you with a grain of salt, that would take such offense to it. He just m- rolls right through it. Doesn't give right. a shit. Yeah, he doesn't care. I mean, the the whole scene at the beginning with him and TS, where it's like he's like, she called me callow, <laughs> and he didn't know what that means. Like, he thought it was good. He's like. <laughs> I mean, Cal means shallow and a weak-willed. <laughs> he, just, he just blows right past it. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he, was, he was like, it's not good. It's so, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and that's, that's where the minute ends. She's shopping for clothes and he's, you know, he's working his way back in and it seems to be working. Yeah, he's got charm. That's for sure. Yeah, he definitely does. And that's, I've actually come to the end of my notes for this minute also. Uh, you got anything else for this minute? Cool. No, I think I'm good. You got anything to say about mall rats in general? Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's it's what brought me into the Kevin Smith universe, and uh, and I've kind of hung out there ever since. Yeah, it's I, my uh, my first uh, glimpse into the Kevin Smith world. Also, was more. Or less. Yeah, it's my it's my favorite, like the most nostalgic and my favorite to rewatch because it's like listening to an album that you love that you can sing along with because you know every word. It's kind of the same thing with this. Like yeah. I can just recite it. And, uh, <laughs> it's it's it it's tied to a lot of very fond memories from. Uh, my youth, so yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I think Dogma may be my favorite, just because my wife enjoys that one, and we've sat and watched that together many, many times. Yeah, it's great. I mean, <laughs> Chasing Amy's great. Dog was great. Yeah, I mean, a lot of his movies have been really. I mean, I love Jay and Silent Bob just because it's such an insider's. That one was for the fans, and when we saw that, I remember we went to me and a bunch of my buddies went to the theater to see that, and we like felt like it was a gift to us, the fans, because right. it was so inside, and it was, you know, he got everyone to come back. And there's all these cameos. It's just really, yeah, yeah. He looks Skywalker. He kills it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was. I, I like I said, I think Dogma was my favorite, but Mallrats is is definitely up there. And that's about all I got. Um, you want to tell everybody where they can find you one last time there, Mike? Yeah. Uh, the Recasting Couch is uh, our podcast. Again, you can find it anywhere. Uh, iTunes is the most popular. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at RecastingPod. Uh, our website is TheRecastingCouch.com. And uh, you can get us on Facebook slash RecastingCouch. And uh, you can get the podcast at any of those places, too. We post all the links. So uh, we'd love to get couple more of you guys on on board take a listen let us know what you think nice if you're looking for us we're on uh dueling genre you can find us on moviesbyminutes.com you can find us at the jane silent bob quicker stop you can buy one of our shirts over at the t public site i think it's under burbs minute our actual site but i mean if you just google uh jane silent bob minute you're definitely going to get a one of our like three or four shirts that come up um mike i hope uh if Jeff bails on me ever again, uh, maybe I'll give you a call. Definitely, yeah, for sure. I, I, with this movie, any minute's a good minute, so I'm I'm in for whatever you need if you need it. <laughs> from from here on out, I'm telling you, if up to here, up to about you know 15 minutes ago, we were hard pressed to find somebody to come to come in. We brought Doug Greenberg from the Rocky Minute in, and he was he was like, I'm not sure. I think I hate this movie now. That's how bad. That's how bad the minutes were, and he loves the movie. And he was like, I, "I'm not sure." So, that's rough. well, I could just sit and talk about the movie. We could skip the minutes, and I'm happy to just talk about the movie. That's, True. Uh, yeah, I we. It. I think we had more conversation between minutes than we did on. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we should have recorded all that. <laughs> Bonus episode. All right, so that's it for us. Um, 
Mike, you're going to have to stop back because you got my uh, Punisher Word Journal number six and my copy of Fletch in my remote control. So Yeah, I don't know if I want to give up the remote control. Sentimental value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>